the game show contestant. No one from Hillbunk, Michigan did much. Ashton won a million dollars on that game show. The show she was on was called Break That Football Player's Foot. All y'all had to do was have the guts to smash up some football player's foot with a gosh darn hammer on live TV. She did it blind too, with her walking dog guiding the way. I remember in high school, Ash wasn't one of those pretty ones. Since she was blind, most boys didn't give her a chance. We was friends just a bit, after we was partnered up in health class to present an STD. Ours was the clap, a.k.a. gonorrhea. Golly gee! Talking about all that sex stuff with her in her bedroom kind of made me randy, if I'm gonna be honest. I wanted to kiss her. I wanted to have some spontaneity. She was blind and all, though, so I felt like spontaneity might not be right. After high school ended, we sure did take a nice picture at graduation. That most certainly was the last time I saw Ash till I turned on the TV and watched her break Tim Brady's foot. All the boys was getting ready to charm her at the 10-year reunion for her money. Nobody did know that she was dating that football player whose foot she did break. I'd never even heard of the man. They said before she broke his foot, he was considered the Michael Gordon of football. I sure was a big fan of Michael Gordon growing up. He was a five-time champion or something like that. Most people knew him for Game 4 of the 1986 MBBBBA Championship. They called it the AIDS game. Turned out Gordon had contracted AIDS the night before from sleeping with some woman. I sure don't know who. Instead of getting the cure right away, he doggone played his heart out and sure did win. It did help that almost every player was afraid of his blood and there was no defense on him until the shot clock did strike zero. In the end, he was a good face for the disease and by all accounts sure did squash some of that stigma. Anyhow, I broke up with my steady about two months before the reunion. She was a classmate of mine in Ashes too. Her name was Betty, but she let me call her Boop. Boop and I had almost ten good years, but she sure could see the way I had been thinking about Ash since I saw her on that TV show. Shucks, I did everything in my power to convince her that she was the one. That's when she got down on one knee while we was eating Chuck E. Cheese pizza with those little strangers wandering around. I sat there dumb. What's that word? Dumb. Dumbfounded. I sat there dumbfounded till I said no in front of all those little kids. Well... Boop mooned out that night and promised me I would never see her again. What about the Godstorm reunion, I asked. You think I want to see you smiling at her ass? She's with that Brady guy. She's not even going to notice me. You're right, she won't even notice you. What the heck's that supposed to mean, Boop? It means she's blind. And don't go call me that no more. So I went to the reunion with my buds Chip, Charles, and Chuck. It was just like the four of us to show up before anyone else was there. Then Beth showed up. She was the one that planned the whole gathering for Pinky's Pub. Beth was the kind of girl that had one of those sticks up her ass. I sure don't mean that in no offensive manner. She sure stuck a stick up her ass experimenting and all and had to go in an ambulance to the hospital to have it removed. Everyone found out because we live in a small town. Her family's health insurance didn't cover the ride. They would charge $10,000 for it. Woo-wee! I think anyone in Hillbuck would have gone to court over something like that. We all threw a party in her honor when her family won. 
The reunion started and everything went as planned. Almost all 50 of the classmates I used to love and hate were present with their partners. Boop was nowhere to be seen. Chip, Charles, and Chuck got way too drunk, pushed some tables aside, and started playing a little hacky sack. I decided to join in when the guests of honor walked in the room. I can't be sure which one of my C-word friends did it, but the hacky sack landed right in my left eye and I'll be damned it blacked it up. My right eye was working just fine, though. First, I saw Brady in his crutches. Second, I saw a little dog. Third, I saw Ash. She sure was beautiful. The type of beautiful that made a room go silent. There was so much money and fame and fortune present that no one from Hillbuck knew exactly what to do. I include myself in that. But Beth, with that stick in her ass, handled things well. She went over and kissed everyone on the cheeks, including the dog. Things got rolling. The hacky sack went back in the air. Three hours kicked on. It seemed that nothing was going to happen at the reunion. I wasn't talking to Ash or Brady. I was just sitting at my doggone corner watching from afar. At one point, I noticed the dog was wagging his tail and staring at me. Chip, Charles, and Chuck told me I should go pet him. They said it might break the darn ice. But my gramps was blind and I knew you don't pet a service dog. Well, you could get permission to, but then I'd have to say something to Ash and I sure as hell felt I might piss my pants. The place was tight as a slaughterhouse when I tried to walk on out. We was just like those cows, ours to mug, to ours and so on. I gots to admit my arse did rub up against Ash's. Chip, Charles, and Chuck claim I did it on purpose, but it was my only option if I wanted to leave without another black eye. Yes, sir. I could feel how soft her sweater was against my t-shirt, but I didn't stop. She must have had on hundreds of dollars in cashmere, and I was wearing hand-me-down polyester. Right before I reached the door, I looked back. If she wasn't blind, I sure would have thought we was locking eyes. And then I could have sworn I heard her ask Beth if I was at this here rodeo. Instead of walking over, I slammed open the door so gosh darn hard that it swung off the hinges. I ran. I ran, boy. I ran like pigs was chasing me, but then when I turned my neck back, all I saw was her dog. She loves you, he said. What? She loves you, like this. She always has. He leapt up onto my leg, wrapped himself around me, and started humping. I could see my old classmates gathering outside pinkies with their hands cupped around their mouths. Bozo! They all cried. Bozo! I closed my eyes and saw the world as ash muster. It was filled with darkness. There had only ever been one true light in my life. There was only one thing that woke me up besides the morning, Joe. There was only one. Charlie? Someone whispered in a voice as sweet as pie. I opened my eyes. So, fortunately for me, the game show contestant is the only story that I have to do an accent for. Uh, I did my best. I hope it worked for you. I was trying to sound like Joe Buck, John Voight's character from Midnight Cowboy. That at least was my intention. Uh, the basis for this story is, well, because I was senior class president, I'm supposed to plan the high school reunion, but I didn't want to do that, so I passed along the buck to someone else. And, uh, then some girl from my high school was on a game show. A girl I had a tiny crush on? Not a big crush on, a tiny one. I mean, she's married now and about to have a kid, but, 
yeah, I don't know. So I just kind of combined the idea that I was supposed to plan this reunion with this girl who's now having a kid who was on a game show. Uh, that's it. I mean, this is considered an interlude as far as they go. I, I, I wanted this collection of stories to be like a rap album. So there's a few stories that have different voices, but this again, this is the only one with accents. What's the next story, you ask? The next story is called The Greyhound Heart. It's inspired by uh, Kafka. It's a Kafka-esque story. So if you enjoy Kafka, you'll probably enjoy The Greyhound Heart. Uh, it's the beginning of everything else to come, really, this story. This story sort of changed everything for me in writing these. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks.